Welcome to the Sports Reverence Podcast. My name's Dan. I'm with my co-host, Drew. And uh, we're just a couple of guys who are sports enthusiasts and our reverence as well. Uh, we couldn't cut in on the court, the ice, the gridiron, or the mound. And we're definitely not experts. But we are the Sports Reverence. And I'm Drew. What's up, Dan? Not too much, buddy. I'm stoked for this. Me too. I'm excited that we finally get to record this and uh, get it out to the world. Uh, but we're going to start with some basketball. Is that good? I love basketball, so yes. I know you love basketball. And we're going to start with Game 5 of Toronto and Golden State. Uh, for those of you who didn't watch, I don't know anyone that didn't. But uh, if you didn't watch, the Warriors jumped out to the quick lead. Uh, and then the devastating injury, Durant went down with a torn Achilles, and uh, they held that lead. They were up as much as 14, but then in the fourth, that bad man, Kawhi Leonard, came back, went on a run to give the Raptors a lead by six, but then devastating. Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, hitting threes. But uh, I have a question for you as the series flips back to Golden State. I'm wondering... Uh, what's your opinion on where the momentum stands right now? Is it still on Toronto's side, or has it swung over to the Warriors? Hold on a second. Before I answer that question, if you didn't watch the Raptors game, the finals, Raptors-Golden State, like there's 6.5 million viewers for that game. The most yeah. viewed <laughs> thing in Canada this year. So, you know, give your head a shake. You're probably not Canadian. listening to this podcast. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> Be a Canadian. It's Canada's yeah, be team. A Canadian. Yep. Turn it on. I hear, okay. Yep. All right. You hear me? All right. I got, I got you. I'm going to tell you an opinion that's probably not popular, but I think um, the momentum is still with the Raptors. Uh, a couple of reasons why. Um, first and foremost, going back to Oracle, um, this is for sure the final game in that Oracle arena where is iconic. Their championships were there. Their their whole dynasty was there. Um, all the history is there. Their blood, sweat, and tears are on that floor. And uh, that's going to bring a whole level of emotions, a whole level of, of anticipation and excitement um, as their last game, but uh, an overwhelming amount of pressure as well. Um, uh, it is actually um, the most... Uh, I just read this, actually. The most expensive... Game, the, the ticket prices on average are the most expensive ever uh, for this game on Thursday at Oracle. Um, the the, the pressure is intense, intensified and it's heightened and it's going to be pretty intense that way. Uh, on top of that, um, the, the Warriors came into this last game. Uh, you know, they walked in with their big brother, Kevin Durant, right? He took away any kind of double team of Steph and Clay. Um, uh, they felt like re-energized. You could see it. They were shooting threes, like not just any like open threes. They were shooting contested threes, and they were money from behind the arc. Um, they're losing that. They're not walking in with big brother Kevin Durant anymore. Um, it's back. All the pressure on Steph, all this double team on Clay, and uh, Raptors are longer, bigger. Um, they're missing Kavon Looney on the Warriors. Um, I'm saying Raptors in six. I think that's fitting, Raps in six. Yeah, I, I hear you. Um... I'm actually taking the opposite take of you, though, because I think the fact that it is the last the last game in Oracle is going to give the Warriors motivation to win. Um, they had just an amazing night shooting the ball, 20 three-pointers. 
20 of 42, 48% from three. Just an amazing night. I think Steph and, and Clay have started to feel the touch, and uh, I think they pull it out in game six. Uh, they've moved the ball a lot better uh, with Durant off the floor. Uh, they swept Portland, who's they, – they were a good team, Portland, and uh, they swept them without KD ever stepping on the floor. And I uh, – yeah, I just have a feeling – that it's going to be Raptors in seven. I really hope that you're right, actually. But, uh, yeah, that's that's my feeling. I think they definitely do move the ball better. Um, but that's because when you pass the ball around and it gets to Kevin Durant, that's almost like an automatic bucket, right? Like, they have to yeah, move the ball it's unstoppable, better, right? yeah. Um, they ha- yeah, with, yeah, exactly. So they have to move the ball better. And um, it's still... Uh, I, I still gotta say Raps in six, man. I don't know. Um, the double, the, the Raptors defense is that no one's talking about defense anymore. Um, I've always grown up on defense wins championships, um, and I think that's showing again. The Raptors defense is is showing out their length, their big, their athletic. Yeah, yeah, but it's, don't don't discount the Warriors defense either. Like they've got Draymond Green, Iguodala, Clay Thompson's lockdown defender as well. But <laughs> not that I'm. I'm not defending the war. Like I, I'm still cheering for the Raptors, but I'm just, you know, you got to be careful. There, I've it's been, a good defense. It's a good defensive team over there too. I've I've been saying this all year long. Um, the, the these this Warriors defense isn't the same as like the years have passed. Actually, all of the West. Um, I don't know if there's a team that defends like really well. The best defensive teams are all in the East, Boston. Toronto, Milwaukee, Philly. And it's actually, when I was watching the Western Conference semis, Houston and Golden State, it was like, oh my goodness, like there is zero defense being played. All there is is jacked up trays or open layups. And I'm like, what is going on here? If you see that, when I was watching it like back to back, right? Philly and and, and Toronto, and and you just see the swarming defense in one game, and the other one's just like fast pace and tray balls. So, I don't know, man. This, this, uh, the Warriors actually, they are, I think they're out of the 16 playoff teams, they're like 11th ranked in defensive efficiency. The Raptors are second. Um, yeah, but yeah, yeah, but you see, you see the championship caliber come out like in, in big moments, they, they, they know how to step it up. Like Draymond's been playing, like, I think he's been playing really good defense, but. He's been playing like an all-star in the playoffs, for sure. Yeah, He dropped 25 pounds, eh? You can see, like, he's moved active. He's a beast. Yeah. Anyways, uh, why don't we move on? Uh, I I think we agree, though, the Raptors are taking the series, so we can all celebrate about that. Uh, But on on the Raptors, um, this is something we definitely disagree on, so this will be a little more fun. Uh, Our hot take of the week on our Facebook page uh, do you think that Kawhi has separated himself at this point as the best player in the league? And I think <laughs> I'm going to take the. I, 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 yeah. yeah, I'm. I'm going to take it because I know it's the most controversial. Because, you know, people are forgetting things when people get hurt that they they still exist and they're still basketball players. But we have LeBron James, possibly one of the greatest players who ever lived. Uh, who basically missed the last third of the season, was it? Last half, last third. 
Uh, he's out. Kevin Durant's been out basically the whole last half of the playoffs, who I believe is the best player in the league right now. Um, like you, you could even see it in game five, like Kevin Durant only on the floor for 12 minutes, gets 11 points, three of three from three unstoppable. Cause he's seven feet tall. He can just shoot over anyone he wants. He's long on defense. Um, and my biggest problem with crowning Kawhi as the best player in the league is that he just, he, he can't play a full season. He, he, he's brittle. He breaks down. Uh, he, he takes 20 games off, and I, I just want to see my best players in every game. That's just my opinion. Oh, you're killing me, Drew. You're bringing up LBJ. <laughs> Miss, yeah, I think we can both agree on for sure Lakers make the playoffs if LBJ is healthy. Even oh, for sure. Misses... They, were, they, were definitely, they were definitely trending in that direction. Yeah. I think he missed 19 games in total. Um, they make the playoffs, so they're probably second or third best. Even if their record doesn't reflect it, I'd say they're second or third best in the West. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, But my knock on LBJ um, is I think he's – so this is pretty big of me to say, I think, because I've been a certified LeBron hater. And um, – but he was at the top for sure. Um, I think not last year, the year before last year is when he was dethroned by Kevin Durant. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Um, I think what separates Kevin Durant and LeBron is LeBron, especially this last year it came out. It's, he just stopped playing defense. Honestly, his defensive efficiency is horrendous. Um, his PER has dropped because of it. And um, I, that's why I'm taking LeBron out of, the king uh, conversation. Because, well, we're not talking about that, Dan. Um, top. We're, we're talking. I, I said. I'm getting to it. I'm we're talking to about it. Kawhi and KD. You okay. said LeBron first, actually. Okay. Yeah, I know. I, I'm so just saying. I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> get on with okay. it. Let me get on with it. Okay. So we talked down LBJ. Now we're talking about Durant. So I said Durant took LeBron's spot. Um, I'm saying Kawhi. Is is that that it is a greater debate with Kawhi and Durant for sure. Um, I lean towards Kawhi because Durant has a superstar, all-star roster with him. Um, Kawhi's facing. Uh, just look at how Golden State's de- defending Kawhi. He's double teamed, and behind the double team is a layer of defense as well. They can't do that with Durant. Durant doesn't face his. If he does face a double team, then a wide open three for Steph or a wide open three for Clay. You have to you have to one on one coverage them and kind of help defense, or else they're going to get easy buckets. So that's what I'm saying. Durant's numbers may be inflated. Um, I would love to see him. I think he can get there. I think he might already be there, but he hasn't proven it on his own. If we look at when Durant was with Westbrook against the Warriors, they lost, right? If yeah, if up three one, but they were up three one. They had them yeah. up against the wall. And they choked, right? He needed that 73-win team well, to take the well, next step. Yeah, we can we can talk about Westbrook another day, but I, you know, I'd put that more on Westbrook than KD. But that's, that's another topic for another day. Okay, okay. Um, I'm just saying, um, I am like I've been saying. I think defense wins championships. I think Kevin Durant's a greater offensive player, and Kawhi's a bit greater defensive player, and. I'm going with Kawhi because um, he's led it. He's led his his own team. Um, 
um, and they weren't expected to do this great. And he took them to next level. And you see, like, you see the level of of stardom that he did that last quarter. He was like, he looked like MJ in that last quarter. It was pretty amazing. But that that's that's pretty bold. That's pretty bold. You don't think he did in, in the fourth quarter, where he had the ten point run? Well, I'm a little younger than you, and maybe didn't see MJ. But uh, but Kawhi, uh, you know, I. I like Kawhi. I like the Raptors. I think he's great, um, but I just, I just can't see him as one of the best players. When you have to monitor his minutes, you have to monitor his games. Uh, it, that's not MJ. That's sure. that's not that's not what the great players do. Just like, uh, yeah, I guess MJ had his one injury that took him out for a season. I guess, this is actually Durant's second major injury, eh? So I don't know how he's going to return as well. Achilles, you know, we're expecting a torn Achilles. Um, yeah. There's only been one player that's returned from a torn Achilles that's been close to as good, and that's way before your time, which is Dominique. Um, but that's like, I don't know. The torn Achilles, that's tough. It's going to be a different player, I think, when he's back. Yeah. Well, we move on here. Um, yeah, what's next? Well, this question was going to be more interesting before uh, the injury happened yesterday, but where do we think uh, KD lands this summer? Yeah, that's, uh, that, that's a tough one, too. Um, um, man, that game, the game five, is just the making of a NBA classic, you know, this, the anticipation of KD's return, seeing him dunking in the warm-up, seeing him light it up in first quarter. Uh, hit what three three pointers? Oh man, it was the antis- It was going to be an NBA classic, and then then yeah. boom, this injury happens, totally deflated the whole the whole arena. Honestly, the whole everyone watching is deflating to watch. Um, but uh, it's hard to say. I I think KD hasn't made up his mind. Um, I think the Warriors would be smart if they. Uh, made him decline his player option of $31 million, which would be guaranteed. Um, decline it and give him a max. Give him a super max. And this is the first time Katie, the Warriors actually... No, this is the first time Katie needs the Warriors, I think. Like, Katie came in and, he, and, and he's been the savior for the Warriors. Um, yeah. Now the Warriors should pay him back, I think. So I think he stays. Super max, most money. Yeah. And and you think they sign Clay too then? Yeah, I think they sign them all back. They they keep the core. They're gonna be spending a lot of money then. Yeah, luxury tax is gonna be through the roof, but it's worth it, right? They're gonna be yeah. contention. Yeah. yeah, like I said, I I I'd love to see if Kawhi goes to the Clippers. I'd love to see him team up with Kawhi in in LA. Oh, um, that'd be dirty. Uh, there was big talks about the Knicks, but I I just can't see him going from. Great ownership, general manager, coach to the mess that is James Dolan and the Knicks. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The worst yeah. GM. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think I agree with you. I, I don't think there's much question that he stays in uh, in Golden State for next year. So you think he's going to uh, sign just the one year? Well, I, I, I honestly think he might opt-in like he's been so like he's been taking pay cuts uh and obviously it's not about the money for kd so he might to see another ring on his finger just 
opt in for the one year and yeah. see where that goes. Let's move to what's going on next week. We got the we got the draft coming up. Oh man! Uh, it seems like it seems like Zion's already been drafted to the Pelicans, but uh, yeah. <laughs> you wanna you wanna take this? You, I, I assume you think Zion going going number one. Yeah, I think for sure. I think I think <laughs> with the draft, the biggest question is um, where does Anthony Davis go? Um, right. Yeah. Um, I think Anthony Davis now becomes the cream of the crop here at the top of the free agent list and or top of the most wanted list and i know he said the knicks and the lakers are his number one destinations knicks could give him rj barrett or the number three which i'm assuming is rj barrett um lakers could give him number four and some better pieces um i think there's not much there's not much in this draft outside of the top three though like yeah i agree with that it's not that uh, I think there's pieces that are good, but um, there's no no no. Um, what am I trying to say here? There's no like franchise changing players yeah. outside the top three. I don't yeah. know if outside Zion, but for sure. Well, I, you know what? I can't. I, I take that back. Uh, out of the, outside the top three. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I think. Um, if you're the Knicks or Lakers, you do whatever you can to get Anthony Davis. You're there in desperation mode. So, yeah, I, I thought we'd do something. I thought we'd do something fun here and just go back and forth here, okay. I, and 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 put together some trade packages. What what like what it. what possibly could we see going back and forth uh, for Anthony Davis? I I was gonna. I'm looking at the Knicks here, and I'm thinking it's a no-brainer on the Pelican side. Now okay. we can talk about the Knicks side. On the other on the other end of things, but I was thinking, you know, the Knicks have uh, the the number three overall pick, which we're both assuming is R.J. Barrett. R.J. Barrett played with Zion. Um, okay. I think that would be pretty cool to see. Uh, yeah. They got Dennis Smith Jr., who's a bit of a head case, but you know, he, he, there's some talent there. And then athletic. Uh, super athletic. Yeah. And then we got, and then I was thinking Kevin Knox or Mitchell Robinson, and uh, and again, you can throw in extra picks if you want to come down the road um, uh, for Anthony Davis. And I was thinking, and I was thinking this is a no-brainer for the Pelicans because I'm looking at this lineup now. You still got Drew Holiday locked in. You still got yeah. Julius Randle, mm-hmm. uh, who looked real good last year. Um, even uh, even Okafor had had a good year Pettison, when yeah, Anthony, yeah. yeah when, when Anthony Davis was out he stepped up so you got he's reliable got, for sure oh for sure so you got holiday Barrett you know if you got Kevin Knox in there Zion put Julius Randall at the five and I think then you got a pretty good bench coming with uh Dennis Smith Jr. and Okafer off the bench yeah that's uh, it's not bad for sure it's not bad for sure but I don't know I'll, I'll I'll say this. I don't know how the Knicks feel about that because you're gonna have to get someone else in free agency for sure, because that yeah. that just takes out everyone on your team. Yeah, exactly. You have to sign a whole team basically. Uh, well, he's got DeAndre Jordan. Um, you know, his contract's <laughs> up, isn't he? Oh, is he? I don't know. Yeah, I, was, I think uh, he's a free agent. Is he? He's a free agent. Okay. Well, then yeah, it's literally giving him. The whole team, um, yeah. but that's probably a good thing because the next, 
they're not really even worthwhile right now. Like, um, yeah. next, yeah, if if <laughs> if if the Pelicans take that, then obviously go for it. Um, I just think it's more intriguing. From the, the, I think the Lakers pieces are just better. Um, uh, can you see um, Lonzo, Kuzma, Ingram, and the fourth? I would definitely do that. But I think the Lakers are trying to get a combination of Lonzo, Kuzma, or Ingram, just two of them, and then the fourth. Yeah. Um, so imagine if you have, even if it's Lonzo and Kuzma, okay? Yeah. Like that's a that's a disgusting lineup for the for the Pelicans and the whatever the there there are picks for there are good role player picks um, three and D guys in the draft this year. Right. So you find a good three and D big. Uh, I don't know who, but um, I think Cam Reddish is too high at the four. But uh, that lineup right there, Drew Holiday, Lonzo, I think they could play off each other really well. Um, uh, then you got Kuzma, Zion, Julius Randle. It's basically the New Orleans Lakers. Um, <laughs> but uh, I think I just like the. I think the Lakers are in this position of power that people aren't talking about. Um, they have LeBron James. They have this great young core. Um, I don't think people. I think people underestimate Lonzo. Um, and yeah, he looked good. He looked good this year. Yeah, he's when he, when he get was healthy. healthy. Yeah. yeah, and then Kuzma and Ingram there, and like Ingram took a big step forward this year too. Um, I think, but there's yeah, some health think, problems though too. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So. Or were you talking I would about say, Kuzma? Uh, yeah, no, I was talking about Ingr- I, so, I, I think Kuzma has been great from the start. I was saying Ingram yeah. took a good step forward yeah. in his like level of play. So if I'm the if I'm the Pelicans, I'm taking the Lakers trade. I'd say. If, um, yeah. But like you, uh, you don't want to have Anthony Davis in the same conference, right? Yeah. So yeah. there's that factor too. Um, another. Let me throw it out. What do you think about Brooklyn making a trade for Davis? Yeah, I don't understand this uh, this whole movement towards Brooklyn. Um, I I I don't know. Biggie they Smalls? just Come yeah. On. I don't know. Hove. But, yeah, I don't know. They they had a good year. They were exciting to watch with uh, Russell really stepping up uh, this year. But yeah, yeah, uh, you know, do they have the do they have the package to put together? I I don't know. So the pieces. The, the report I saw was they want an all star, uh, either a pick or like an up and coming player, um, and then a complimentary player as well. That's what the Pelicans want. So that's asking a lot for an injured Anthony Davis, in my opinion, who's yeah. not like the level of Kawhi where some GMs might try to take a rental year on him. Um, and see if they can court him. But I don't know, man. Um, Brooklyn, I think, might be nice because if they trade for him, then they still have the two spots to sign stars. Right. So. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm thinking the Pelicans have just shot themselves in the foot by taking this long. Um, yeah. Because sure. the reports the reports are that the Lakers offered them uh, Lonzo, Kuzma, Ingram, and and two first round picks. Uh, yeah, well, at the trade deadline, and yeah. uh, they're not going to get anywhere near that now. Yeah, not even close. So, definitely. so I think it, I think it worked out for the Lakers. 
Big time. If they can get him for, are you the Lakers? Do you pull the trigger? Do you pull that trigger? Yeah, aging I, LeBron. I don't think so. I I I'm I'm with you. I like their young core. Uh, I think yeah. Lonzo is undervalued, under underrated at this point. I think he's looked real good when he's healthy. And he's a good um, defender too. Yeah, like, super long athlete. He's a six-six point guard. Like, yeah, he's he's, he's long. He's uh, athletic, he's super athletic. He started finishing at the rim. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I think I think uh, him and LeBron will play off each other real well. He'll need to work on his shooting. LeBron plays. He he needs shooters around him. Yeah, maybe um, that's what the Lakers should try to like. The Lakers should try to just instead of trading their core, try to sign like. Jimmy Butler, that'd yeah. be a perfect compliment to LeBron. Yeah, Jimmy Butler, good defender, hits threes. Yeah, that that's a good that's a good idea there too. So, have we had enough basketball today? Uh, never. Let's move on. I guess. I, I, yeah, there's some there's some exciting uh, hockey game going on uh, <laughs> tomorrow night, and uh, we got game seven. Everybody loves Game 7. Everyone loves a Game 7. I might actually watch this game. Yeah. Uh, But, uh, yeah, we got the Boston Bruins and the St. Louis Blues who have never won a championship. Uh, Boston has won too many championships, in my opinion. Yeah. The city as a whole. Um, but, But how are we feeling? Have you been following it at all? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think Boston, they have the home ice. They have the better team, I think. More experience, uh, for sure. Definitely more experience. But uh, I think the difference maker is this rookie goaltender for the St. Louis Blues. Yeah, Bennington. Who stood on his head. Yeah. yeah. And... He he's the one who took out the Jets. He took out the yeah. Stars. You're 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 still sour. Yeah, I'm definitely sour. And he, you know, I'm just so sick of Boston too. Like I'm the <laughs> the bias is like ridiculous because they, if they win this year, the Stanley Cup, they're the first uh, city to win three major sports uh, leagues in one year. So yeah. And we're all and we're all sick of the Patriots too. So definitely. Yeah. So go Blues, go Biddington, give them the Conn Smythe. Yeah, that's what I'm going yeah. with. Even though they got home uh, ice, yeah, going to Biddington. I, yeah, I think there's too much there. There's too much experience on Boston's side. That that first line for Boston has been been just yeah. so good the whole playoffs. Yeah. Rask has stood on his head for most of the. Most of the playoffs as well. I think they pull it out. Um, yeah, as much as you know, they Boston knocked out my Leafs, so uh, <laughs> we're both we're both pretty bitter about this finals. Um, they always knock out the Leafs, though. Like, yeah, that, yeah, we we saw that coming a long way. <laughs> yeah. But 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 to be honest, like we we both love like Canadian teams, but I think yeah. that's the problem this year. Like we talk about. We talk about uh, viewership in the NBA Finals. It's been a big topic in the states, but I think it's a big topic here in Canada as well. Like we haven't seen um, Canadian teams in the finals in in a long time, and too long. And yeah, and and I was looking at some viewership numbers, and and the most watched 
non-Olympic related broadcast like of anything is still game seven of 2011 Stanley cup finals between Vancouver and Boston. And, uh, <laughs> I just think we need, it's hard for us as fans of Canadian teams to be truly interested, uh, in watching teams that honestly, we don't care that much about. Yeah. Even though 65% of the players are all Canadian, it's still hard to watch. <laughs> yeah. It's, true the i think the the canadian viewership of the nba like get this the canadian viewership of the nba is almost triple Stanley that's, Cup finals. that that's un, that's almost unbelievable but yeah I'll, I'll, I'll take your word on that it's well 6.5 million for the nba and i think it's 2.7 2.5 maybe for the stanley cup just can yeah it's crazy yeah and we've seen and yeah, we've seen some bad refing in uh, oh my goodness in these playoffs. Uh, yeah, like, I don't know. Like, you know, it was a big deal in this uh, in in the Boston game, the no call on, yeah, on the obvious on the obvious trip. Um, even though Boston does need to just keep playing. Yeah, um, play to the whistle. They, you see them all just, just stand still. Stop. Yeah. But uh, like but yeah, we it hasn't just been that. There, there's the hand pass in the San Jose St. Louis series. Right. There's the offside call in the San Jose Colorado, and then uh, there was also a major penalty called on Cody Eakin, which probably wouldn't have, shouldn't even have been a penalty, um, which led to a big comeback. Um, yeah, I, I just don't know. You know, I wouldn't want to be a ref. Uh, I ref beer league hockey sometimes, and it's it's no fun. <laughs> They they yell at me, but um, I think the NHL really needs to look into doing something about this, expanding the replay. Or uh, do you think? Having... So the NBA so... does a last two minute report, eh? For for every game now. Okay. Do you think NHL needs to adapt something like that, where they um, the referees take a look at a certain part of the game? Um, to, Maybe the same kind of deal, right? The last two minutes of of every game and critique themselves so that they can um, get better as well. Uh, yeah. With the NBA, NBA has done it, and it's led to just a lot of fans hating on the refs. I don't know how much they've gotten any better, but what do you think? Yeah, it, it, it sounds good in theory. I just, like you said, I, I, it doesn't change the outcome of the game, so the fans are still upset. The players are upset. Like even if the yeah. if the ref came out and admitted like I should have called a penalty on that and uh, that goal shouldn't have happened like how does that help anybody I I just yeah. I just think we need to and I don't even really have a solution so I don't know what what we're supposed There's to do with that they, but they have a they have a bunch of referees on the ice too right yeah. the lines man yeah. like. And, and the ref about, was know. literally that game five call that, that's the one that sticks out to me the most right yeah the, yeah. The ref was right there. How does he not make that? Yeah, call? he's standing right. In, yeah, I I just don't understand how you don't call a penalty there. Yeah. And uh, so yeah. you got Boston and Boston in seven. I got Boston in seven. I got doesn't Boston matter the pulling off. Doesn't matter. I I got them pulling off this historic year. I guess we can give Boston this year of, you know, winning Boston. all the championships. Yeah, that's disgust me. But we can move towards uh, to baseball, to yeah. baseball here. Talk some, uh, talk some Blue Jays. They're pretty uh, sad to watch right now. <laughs> uh, but I was wondering, um, 
I, I follow baseball quite closely, but I, I don't know what we should do uh, uh, with all these with all these uh, veterans we have. Uh, we got Stroman, we got Sanchez, Smoke. Um, in my opinion, I think anyone who's a veteran and playing well, I think they should just be traded. Yeah, I think <laughs> just you're right. Load Adrian. up, just load up on as many prospects as you can get. This is this is the rebuilding time, right? We gotta. Yeah. You gotta go. You can't go half in the rebuild. You gotta go full rebuild. So yeah, yeah. Well, this is this is the repercussions of the David Price deal a couple of years right. ago, where we gave away every <laughs> prospect we had. Yeah. Uh, to get David Price for a couple months, and yeah, and that's why and this new management, this new management came in and 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 voiced their displeasure with with all these moves, and this is why. This is. This is why, but you know we do have some hope for the future. Um, yeah, Vladdy. Got yeah, Vladdy. We got Bichette coming up. Biggio's look yeah. good. Yeah. Um, yeah, Danny Jansen, Guriel. We got some pitching coming up. Um, what about Freddie? Yeah, you think like Freddie? Freddie Galvis? Yeah. He's old. He's like twenty nine. Oh, we don't. Twenty nine is too old now. Yeah, you're too old. I'm sorry, Dan, but you're you're not going to be playing in the big leagues. But oh, I got to retire. I got to got to put the game away. <laughs> no, but yeah, he's he's been a. I I love Freddie. Like I I I follow the Phillies. He he was a Philly for uh, a few years, and I've always liked him. Plays good defense, switch hitter. I I think he's been a stable veteran. Doesn't cost too much money, um, but I think he also could be a really good trade piece at the deadline to. To bring in uh, a prospect, we need some pitching. We need some outfielders. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, with that being said, how many years away, if they make the moves that you're wanting, the Blue Jays? Yeah. How many years away are the Blue Jays from being in contention? Oh, yeah. We're still four, five years. Like we're still, we still got quite a ways to go. Like. Vladdy's what twenty? Like, is he even twenty yet? Like, yeah, no. And uh, and he's <laughs> he's like the oldest. We still that's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. Um, yeah, like, so I we've got some developing to do. Um, it's gonna be sad to see guys like Stroman and Sanchez and Smoke go. Smoke, man. Oh man. Yeah, he, Smoke's been so good. He's. Um, He's really lived up to finally his prospect status that he had when he was younger. But um, Strowman's been so solid. I, I always compare him to like Kyle Lowry from the Raptors. Just all heart. Uh, he like wears it. it on his sleeve. and uh, But I think he'll be a great trade piece. I just don't want to trade him to the Yankees. That's my one yeah. wish. That's my one <laughs> wish. Don't trade him to the Yankees or the Red Sox. Or Boston. Yeah. yeah like, I d- like I'd love to see him win. Like trade him to like Atlanta or something. Yeah. A team that hasn't won in a while. <laughs> like that's that's my only that's my only uh wish for that. Do you like watching baseball? I do. Um I uh it's one of my favorites Saturday and Sunday. I love watching afternoon games and just yeah, it's, uh, it's, relaxing. uh it's great. It's very relaxing. Um I was gonna say the one bright spot about the Jays having just prospects playing and um, losing a lot of games 
is that tickets for the Jays games <laughs> are about a dollar as resale tickets. <laughs> yeah. And what's and what they started in every floor of Jays Stadium is they have a five dollar stand that everything's five dollars or less, and oh. you can get a hot dog for I think two bucks. So. Wow, that's amazing. Ice cream for a buck. A, yeah. Off to make a trip out. They're, at least they're trying to take care of the fans in some sort of way because well, it's going to be yeah. a five-year process. I like that. I think you're exactly right. Well, we're still getting more fans than Tampa Bay, who's doing actually pretty well. So, yeah, that's ridiculous. That's actually yeah. ridiculous. But I, I, I asked you why. Uh, I asked you if you like watch baseball because I know a lot of people. You know, they say it's boring, and and I actually, as a baseball fan, I actually agree with them that baseball is becoming more boring. And I think it's because of the rise of, they call it the three outcome, uh, the three outcomes of baseball. It's, it's everything's either a strikeout, a home run or a walk, and you don't see any action. Like it's just base to base home run. Like there's, there's no like situational baseball, bunt the guy over, steal a base. Like that's, what's exciting about baseball um, to me. But I think that's that's why the the rise in strikeouts is just ridiculous. I think we've already broken yeah. records um, this year in strikeouts, and we just had the most home runs hit in a month. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, uh, actually, Vladdy I think broke the record. Uh, he was the one that <laughs> hit the home run. But um, when, when you when you see the best play in baseball become like boring, yeah. when a home run becomes boring, like you're in trouble. Like. Yeah, it's I, ev- because everyone's swinging for the fences, right? They're they're yeah. not worrying about even when they get to two strikes, they're not choking up on the bat. They're not they're not trying to just work out uh, work a single to the opposite field. They're they're all swinging for the fences, and I think we've lost uh, the art of of playing baseball. Has anyone seen Moneyball before? Like, come on, <laughs> get on base. How hard is it? The math is. But you know how that movie ends. They don't win. That's true. <laughs> you still need the you still need the big guns, but I th- I still think there's lots to it. You gotta getting on base wins, and it's showed over and over. Yeah, we're just about to wrap up here, but first let's get into some football. We all love football, right? Yes. All right. Love me some football. I already and made we a Wentz ju- comparison. Yeah, you did. You already dropped it, so why don't you take it over? We saw Wentz yeah, get a so- major deal here. Yeah, what do you think of Wentz's? I think it's 127 million, 107 guaranteed. Um, yeah. His rookie contract still has two years left. I guess not anymore. But um, what do you think of that signing? What it means to the rest of the division and to the league? Yeah, like four for 128. Like I can't even get my mind wrapped around that. Um, especially again, you mentioned it before. A guy that's hurt and has uh, injury history giving him 32 million dollars a year like just ridiculous but what i think it does is it's actually a smart move on philadelphia's part like that's where i'm coming from it because it forces okay. it forces the cowboys in their own division um they've got their own quarterback situation going on which who dak uh dak prescott who's been playing really well for them uh won them some games um but I think it's going to force their hand to have to maybe overpay for a guy yeah. like Dak Prescott. What do you what do you think about that? 
Yeah, that could it could be the case. Um, I think um, I don't know if it forces their hand. Um, I think maybe Dak Prescott's well, camp will want that kind of money. Well, you look at their number, like you, you look at their win percentage. Dak has won more games. Yeah. Um, completion percentage, Dak is up two percent. Touchdowns to interceptions. Uh, pretty even there. Dak is uh, 17 rushing touchdowns as well. Like, yeah, that's um, his big stat. What, what's his completion percentage though? Past a 10 yard throw. Uh, um, that's where that's where you see like Carson Wentz. He's a gunslinger, eh? Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, I I don't doubt that Carson Wentz is way more talented. But I'm just saying, if whoa, whoa, whoa. if you're if way what? more talented, yeah. Whoa! There's that, there's a reason why Wentz like was taken. There was a reason why Wentz was taken in the first round, and Dak was not. Well, yeah, that was a sleeper pick. Well, Tom Brady was taken in the sixth round. So. Okay, don't bring up Tom Brady. <laughs> We're talking about Dak and Carson. <laughs> Dak was stealing stealing the fourth. Okay, I'm just I'm just saying you can't underrate Dak's leadership and or rushing ability. Okay, but yes, I think Carson Wentz has a better arm. Yeah, the last time we saw Carson Wentz healthy, he was on track to be the MVP. Yeah. So you'll argue about Kawhi being brittle, but you're okay with Carson Wentz being brittle and paying him? Yeah. You got a problem with that? (laughs) Yeah, I do, because I hate the Philadelphia (laughs) Eagles. And um, I think maybe um, what it does the league like okay so if Carson Wentz is worth 128 you said what is what what are the Chiefs gonna have to pay Patrick Mahomes like, like a billion yeah right like, <laughs> Mahomes play yeah go ahead like out of this world like I was I was looking at again I was just looking at stats this this morning and and like 66 percent completions 50 touchdowns uh, yeah. Over five thousand yards. Ridiculous. Just like honestly, uh, and and reports are coming out. They might have to pay him two hundred million dollars. Yeah, that's he's worth it. He's worth it. Worth so it. It, it. It might be a steal if Wentz is healthy. It might be a steal if Wentz is healthy, because they could be underpaying him if he turns right. out to be as good as we hope he is. No, well, I don't hope, but as they hope. Yeah. But I don't think it forces the Cowboys' hand to do anything. Um, I think the Cowboys are trying to be like the Patriots a little bit and not overpay for anyone. Um, um, because I think that's the model that builds lasting success. So, right. Um, I hope we pay them six, I mean, 100 million, but nothing more. Yeah, um, yeah. I think Dax played really good, especially since they got Amari Cooper after that trade. He was he was really good. He finally had a weapon on the outside to go to. Big time. Um, yeah, bring back, sorry. bring back our Jason Witten. All right, our, <laughs> our yeah, yeah. He our needed to get out of the booth. He yeah, needed to get yeah. out of the booth. He was hurt definitely, in there. So, definitely. Uh, <laughs> he saw how yeah. Tony Romo was doing and. He thought he oh, could do t- the same. But. I love I love Tony Romo. Tony Romo. Um, one other one other topic I wanted to I think we're on the same page with this. 
is talking about the Browns. Uh, a lot of a lot of people have just sort of gone on and crowned them as uh, as AFC North champions, and I the just wanted to get your is back. Come on, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I I must I must have missed it when LeBron joined their team, but yeah. But oh, what, what, what's your thoughts on the Browns for this year? Oh, I think it's way overhyped. Like they have a bunch of guys that haven't done anything yet. Um, they're not going to get Kareem Hunt back for. I don't know how long, but he's going to be out for a little while. Um, Baker Mayfield's a good young piece. Um, and I'm not t- trying to knock OBJ. OBJ, he's great. But if you're going to talk about Brittle, there's a guy. <laughs> okay? He's the... Uh, man, He's he can barely... He hasn't played a full season. He's... Um, I think... Because OBJ is so much different. That's why there's so much hype around them. Um, yeah. OBJ is like a global, like he's known globally. Like if, yeah. Yeah. if Tom Brady walked through Europe, no one would even know. He just looks like a regular guy. But if OBJ walked through Europe, you know, he's, he's being, uh, the crowds are, are coming to him. Right. Uh, I think the hype is over. Way too much hype. I've, they haven't proven anything. Um, who knows when Kareem Hunt is back? Um, they have the makings to do well, but I don't know. I think I'm not buying in yet till they prove it. Wait till they prove it. Just like yeah. Kevin Durant hasn't proved it on his own. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm just not a believer in Baker Mayfield. I if if you gave me the option, I'd take Sam Darnold. Uh, even though hot he take. Did, well, he did have he did. Like, don't look at stats on the like I talk a lot about stats, but don't take stats on this one because okay. look at the team, the surrounding like like you give uh, you, yeah you give Baker Mayfield uh, Jarvis Landry and and Jarvis uh, Landry had a and, horrible year yeah and Njoku and um but I I think I'd I'd rather have Sam Darnold and and you talk about uh, OBJ and I think he's way overrated just as a value guy i think he's super talented uh super talented guy but but i was looking this morning at, at his 20 biggest receiving games like he's had he's had pretty big games in his career but in his 20 biggest receiving games 13 of those are losses wow so we talk about these and the big one-headed catches and and stuff like that but does it help your team win and and i and i really don't think it does yeah, I think yeah, totally. I totally agree. He's he he's good. Um, I think Baker Mayfield's life will be easier, especially when Kareem Hunt's back. Although like Chubb is pretty good too. But, yeah. Um, like Vegas, the 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 Vegas odds has the Browns as the winners of the AFC North. And right the now. best offense. Yeah, they have the best yeah. rated offense. That's ridiculous. And, and I think we're discounting, even though the Steelers have lost. Uh, Le'Veon and Antonio Brown, I think they still have a great offense. Um, uh, Juju. Juju. And and what's his name? The running back that uh, broke out last year. Yeah. Um, oh, it's, it's going to bug me. Uh, Whatever. Yeah. yeah I'll remember. You, know who I'm talk- you know who I'm talking about. You obviously didn't win your fantasy league last year. I I did okay. Yeah, okay. James Connor. James Connor. James Connor. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. 
Yeah, I, I think they're going to be good, and uh, and Baltimore too. I think Baltimore is going to be good. Their defense is always. Oh, I, I believe in Lamar Jackson. You're a Lamar um, Jackson guy. Eh? Yeah, I I love I love running quarterbacks. That's. What about those Bengals? Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> Can't even watch. Just horrible. Oh. Oh. Yeah, I can't yeah. believe the Browns have they're going to be their highest rated offense. Like that's ridiculous. Like they're going to be better than the Chiefs, they're going to be better than the Rams, they're going to be better than the the Saints, the Patriots, the yeah. Cowboys. Yeah, we'll see oh, how it works out. Like they look good on paper. They've got a lot of good weapons and they've got a good O-line. Yeah. Um But yeah, we'll we'll see how it works out. Okay, so Super Bowl winner this year. Go. Super Bowl winner this year. Wow. Um, uh, that's a tough one. You know what? I'm going to go with the Saints. The I think Saints. The, I think the Saints come back after that heartbreaking loss. In the, okay. No, that's in fair. The, yeah. Yeah, I think they go for it. Uh-oh. I'm if, you going say, with, if you say the Patriots. I'm going I'm, with uh, – oh, no, I hate the Patriots. Um, <laughs> I think uh, I think the Patriots are going to make the Super Bowl, and they're going to play the Dallas Cowboys oh, and the Dallas is, Cowboys, oh. the teams, the division that only the only division. This is that can such beat wishful Patriots, thinking. That the only team that can beat the Patriots, the only division that can beat the Patriots in the in the Super Bowl is is our division, and oh. this year is going to be Dallas Cowboys' turn to take one away from Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. Uh, Mark it. I, write it down. Write it down. I'll write, oh, I'll write it down. I think you're uh, dreaming a little bit there. I didn't know we were talking about <laughs> teams we wanted to win. No. I was no. going with who we thought was going to win. They, they are good in every spot this year. I'm telling you. Uh, There's no weakness in their offense or defense this year. All we'll right. I, th- I think we're going to have to sign off now. That's it for us. Thanks, thanks for listening today. We'd we'd actually like to end our show by giving out a shout out to Pastor Craig Rochelle at Life Church. We'd like to invite him onto the show to talk about sports next time. And if you enjoyed the show, or if you didn't, please follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Give us a like and share your comments on Facebook. Make sure you subscribe anywhere you get your podcast. And remember, we're not experts, but we are the sports reverence.